Welcome to a Northern Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Tim. The show's coming up soon. March 15th, 2022. I'm your host, Tim. Thank you for taking some time of your day listening to the podcast. Our topics today include Russia targeting foreign help in the fight against Ukraine, Bitcoin ATMs, and decentralization. I'm trying to find a format that's going to work. Bear with me here. I might tweak things a little bit. I'm even going to get into a book today. So, Russia could target Western arms supplies in Ukraine. And the source is uh, Al Jazeera. You see, Russia has said its troops could target supplies of Western weapons in Ukraine, where the Russian army has been advancing since late February. And that they warned the U.S. that the orchestrated pumping of weapons from a number of countries is not just a dangerous move. It's a move that turns these convoys into legitimate targets. You know, this is what the the Russian deputy foreign minister is saying on state television this past Saturday. And that's the problem, folks. Anytime the kind and hardworking people of the world help Ukraine, we inadvertently set them up for combat with with the Russians. We see this all over the world where we help people and they get killed. Um, The people helping our humanitarian efforts and passive-aggressive approach to dealing with the Russians needs to be addressed. The world still needs to rally and support Russia. This has become an onslaught of human beings, reminiscent to World War II. In other news on the invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. warns China not to help Russia as anti-war protests disrupt state TV. The source is Reuters, written by Pavel Pelakyuk, and Natalia Zanet. The U.S. warned China after intense talks Monday against helping Moscow in its invasion of Ukraine, while an anti-war protester interrupted Russian state TV news in extraordinary act of dissent. Moscow has not captured any of the ten biggest cities in Ukraine since the beginning of its incursion, incursion on February 24th. The most significant attack on a European state since World War II. He calls its actions a special military operation to denazify the country and has asked for military and economic aid from Beijing. According to U.S. officials, Moscow denies that, saying it has sufficient resources to fill all of its aims. And China Foreign Ministry labeled the reports on assistance as disinformation. So, of course it is. I think the world would have to uh, would have some issues. If, um, if if Russia and China joined forces, I think, uh, but I don't. But it's all. I don't think uh, we have to worry about that. I don't know if anybody remembers the movie 1984, the movie uh, Red Dawn, where Soviet Russia invades the U.S. The likes of Charlie Sheen and Patrick Swayze fight off the bad guys with a group of teenage friends to take back their small town. Imagine that. I think our such simi- uh, our situation might be similar to that to red dawn but i didn't really get into the 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 newer one but the old one i liked red dawn with uh, charlie sheen patrick swayze i don't know i think we just um we should just listen to what each country has to say before we jump any to uh, jump to any uh, conclusions let them do their own thing so the humanitarian toll according to rooters right now more than 2.8 million people have fled to ukraine moscow on Monday, allowed the first convoy to escape besieged Maripol, home to the, 
to the worst humanitarian crisis of the conflict. In the first two hours, 160 cars left. Um, so, but local authorities say as many as 2,500 civilians have died so far. A toll that cannot be independently confirmed. Russia says it does not target civilians, apparently. All previous attempts at a local ceasefire have failed. So, um, I don't know, recently, I think I talked about in the last podcast, but there was a picture of a pregnant woman getting um, getting taken out of the uh, children's hospital, maternity hospital. Um, so, the Ukraine Foreign Ministry said a pregnant woman who was photographed being evacuated, wounded from a maternity hospital in Mariupol, bombed by a Russian by Russia last week, has since died along with her baby. And Reuters was not able to verify this. Who knows? Despite video showing at least two pregnant women being carried out of the ruins, Russia has said the hospital was not used at the time and had been occupied by Ukrainian fighters. So that's interesting. There's a clear division between media sources. And this has always played a role in, in war. Countries root for themselves. It only makes sense. Putin is a Russian nationalist. Takes great pride in the country. He's not going to let the media speak the truth. This is old tactics. They say they don't attack civilians. Yet there are unconfirmed reports of 2,500 civilians dead since the siege of Mariupol began. The Russians know that Putin is doing wrong. The people on the streets doing anti-war protests are the heart of what Russia really is. We shouldn't make all the Russians pay for the gutless and cowardice acts uh, perpetrated in Ukraine today. I think Putin is going to pay for this in some way. But um, in other news, in lighter news, crypto, Bitcoin, market cap is about $950 today. That's down from 965 yesterday, 24 hours. So we're losing a little bit there. That's what, $14 billion. The 24-hour trading is 26 billion, a high of 50,797. Yesterday was 50,927. Fear and greed, 21. The UK FCA orders operators to shut down crypto ATMs, and the source is CoinDesk.com, and that's written by Jamie Crawley. Um, let's get into this article here. CoinDesk.com. Um, so. Any crypto ATMs in the UK are operating illegally, the financial watchdog said. So they need uh, the FCA, which is the Financial Conduct Authority in the UK, has warned that any crypto ATMs operating in the country are illegal and must be shut down. They must be registered with the, uh, the FCA to offer ATM services and comply with money laundering regulations. The FCA said in a statement on Friday, that's the issue. The whole point of crypto and the reason it has all started was to cut the current centralized banking system out of the picture. Shutting down ATMs in UK might have short-term effects for crypto investors and how they move their cash, but there's always a way around these issues. Investors will, will still be able to make cash transactions with the ATMs as long as they're in different countries. Um, so they can do it in neighboring countries, and um, if it shuts down in your country, just go to the, the neighboring one. That's the thing about the UK. There's lots of these little countries next next to each other that um, you can utilize the Bitcoin. So they can still utilize the ATMs in neighboring countries. So it's not a big deal. We're shutting down these ATMs and 
these ATMs become a, a bit of a mystery. They're, they're used to kind of money launder in a way. And criminals are using these um, Bitcoin ATMs to um, put their money in there. That are uh, in that's proceeds of crime, and I think we need to see the importance of the anonymity of it. But we also need to have some sort of structure where it's um, it's tracked better. I know we have uh, platforms like these more centralized platforms like uh, say Binance maybe or Crypto.com, but we also have options too, which are more non-KYC, which is like um, know your customer. Um, which you don't have to verify your identity. So we have um, platforms like Qcoin, and you can buy, sell, and trade without verifying your identity online. And that's the magic of the de decentralization. I get it. I like my bank account and how safe it is, and I'll always pay the stupid fees. But it's going to be hard to tell your bank uh, that uh, you need a mortgage, and all your financial transactions are on a blockchain. So you need to solve that issue. Would they even accept the data to allow you a new mortgage? Um, from a from the blockchain, it is very trackable. Generally, it's easier to get a mortgage through your bank, and they can see all your income data, and get a good sense of your income. But uh, this, the current state of crypto, it could be hard. Nonetheless, impossible. People are actually minting mortgages on uh, as NFTs right now, but we're going to get into that later. With the use of Bitcoin ATMs, non-KYC exchanges, and cold storage wallets like Trezor, you can assure that your identity is safe and can and you can actually make um, um, transactions in cryptocurrency. This is an issue for the government and law enforcement to track your movements, especially when the cash is coming from proceeds of crime, like like human trafficking, trafficking, and illegal narcotics. But I think as, as much bad as it is, it could be used for good as well. Like, look what's happening in Ukraine. And how people were able to store their wealth safely into Bitcoin or different cryptos and move across the border and utilize their crypto. And uh, crypto is the people's currency. As long as you um, don't delve into the complex ecosystems of crypto in hopes of uh, riches and fortune and lose all your hard-earned money chasing the dream, then... Um, I think you're, you're safe. You have to kind of do your own research, and there is um, a lot of hope with crypto and how it's used in a, in a, in a positive way. But um, it may take some time for people to trust it, and the education is uh, important. The last topic today is a book called uh, The Body Keeps the Score. The, the author is uh, Bessel van der Kolk, and uh, I'm going to talk about this because somebody uh, may need this book. In their life, the body keeps the score brain, mind, and body, and the healing of trauma is the full name. The body keeps the score. And this teaches you how to get through the difficulties that arise from your traumatic past by revealing psychology behind them and revealing some of the techniques therapists use to help victims recover. I think trauma wears many masks in your life. It's possible that everything about you is reflected from past trauma. This may not apply to everyone. But if you know someone that could benefit from this book, let them know about it. Um, everyone deals with trauma. And uh, I think uh, the audiobook is phenomenal. 
It's a great option to uh, process your book. If you're listening to the podcast, you're probably listening to audiobooks. And they changed my life too. I must say some things just don't come natural in this life. And you may have to reach out of your um, comfort zone to learn information about uh, human psychology and nature. And, and if you don't uh, get out of your comfort zone, it can remit you from the vast ranges and possibilities of the human psyche. Knowledge is infinite. And I think this book will help you realize that. And um, that many of the things that as we as humans struggle with it's already been worked out and analyzed. And this kind of just gives you a little hope and structure for the future. Not just relating to trauma. But I'm going to leave a link to it in details in the, in the podcast. And I hope, um, I hope that book helps somebody. And it is a very um, uh, in-depth book, like clinical research. And it gets right into um, details and techniques of uh, how these psychologists and psychiatrists and different... Um, examples of what happened different techniques of how to fix them so it's very interesting everything that's fucked fucked up about us has already been figured out in some way unless you have some sort of tiktok uh, disease or undiagnosable illness but i hope everyone enjoyed listening to the podcast tonight i know it's a little dry and i'm working on it um, i need to figure out my flow and the rhythm but i'm committed to uh getting better here every day and uh, just like everything in my life I'm just trying to get better and improve be a better person and I don't want to be stale and be the same person I was yesterday keep moving forward keep getting stronger um, smarter um, and you keep dreaming I think dreaming is a very good part too to dream and um, you have need to have something to work towards too this podcast is tough because I don't have um, an integrity partner. So it all, it all comes down to me. And um, that was the whole thing with uh, originally doing the podcast. I said, this is going to be good. We're going to have a partner that um, we can kind of um, be each other's um, integrity partner. So we challenge each other. When, when one's weak, we challenge you each other and pick each other up. I think that's a a very important thing to learn in life so like i said i hope everybody listened um like listening to the podcast tonight if you're interested in listening to more um, i'm going to be on all the streaming platforms and uh i think i'm on apple podcast now and um yeah we'll just go from here and keep working on this i hope everybody has a great week uh, month year and uh, take care have a good night bye-bye <laughs>